Yeah, I gotta get. I gotta bump into Spencer sometime here and find out what's going on with the the old Icebreaker podcast because I, I need to get my hockey fix on. Yeah, I'm sure life is just happening. That's what happens with podcasts. This is uh, episode number 124 of the Show Me Your Mic podcast, where we talk about podcasting. I'm Chris. He's Kyle. Um, if you're watching the video version later or live right now as we record, which we do on our Twitch channel, occasionally twitch.tv slash goodstuff underscore FM. I think that's the one we're underscores and non underscores all over the place um, just because of what's available. And um, and I was stupid, I think, when I set up our Twitch channel. <laughs> Maybe there's a way to good, good stuff must be uh, owned by someone else and then or you can only change it once a year or something like that. Like yeah. it's probably available. We just need to change it yeah i think i was like thinking no we want the fm on there because that'll, that'll make people realize that we're an important podcast network or something but really hey, it's just annoying we, to say it out mm-hmm. loud. i broke that that's like my number one rule when i'm coming up with names for stuff is like say it out loud before you register the domain <laughs> and then uh yeah did that with our twitch account and our and my show me your mic like smym underscore fm is the show me your mic twitter handle which is awful like there's no you have to say every single syllable of that every character there's no like way to have it just roll off the tongue stupid that's true uh, but but the how well the show me your and then blank yeah, works is is just pretty good <laughs> um i once set up that parody account uh because jordan cooper would just scream into the twitter void at you yeah. uh with show me whatever um and Any tweet i, have, I was reply with you Yep, I was trying to I was trying to put every word in there and it took there are probably great easy ways to do this if you know how to code um or to create a bot or whatever just throw a whole dictionary in there and have it spit out some stuff but I did it from like a excel document or something ridiculous and scheduled up a bunch of tweets it would do like 5 a day and then it ran out of words and I said okay I think I'm done this is yeah. good and so I deleted it I didn't know you went that hardcore with it. All right. So in uh, speaking of good stuff, that's the podcast network that we run together. Uh, I, I've, I had a sh- thought in the shower about our, about good stuff, which okay. is safe for work thoughts. Nothing bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the, the idea, although now that I'm saying it out loud, again, this is something where you should say it out loud maybe before you say it out loud on a podcast that everybody's going to listen to later and wonder what you're talking on a, about. On a live stream, on a public live stream. Yeah. That yeah you, where you have out to the five internet. pictures of Kyle surrounding me as I talk. Um, anyways, the... It seems like there's a lot of folks who are, and this is true of a lot of things on the web too, where they, they're like the solo, I'm just going to do it myself. It's easy. I can, because of the internet enables us, you can do it all yourself. Um, but for some reason, you and I, uh, and this will all make sense when we loop back around to what we're actually going to talk about first on this show, but you and I found each other through your podcast and the stuff I was doing and wanted to actually work together. Whereas it seems like a lot of people, my assumption is that a lot of people want to like pair up and group up and have a, mm-hmm. a fun club of people to work with on stuff that they're doing in the world. But my, what I've found more and more is like, especially even in, in, if we focus on podcasting is that they're good with just like their, their one thing, their one podcast, their one domain or whatever for their podcast. And that's where it's going to live. And, and there's marketing reasons to do that and all that kind of stuff. But, um, Whereas I, maybe it's just because of my age or the way I found podcasting was through like podcast networks. And it was kind of like, I love that idea of going to like five by five dot TV or twit.tv or whatever the um, network was and seeing mm-hmm. like all these people like, and picture I think it's kind of like you picture your teachers as caricatures of themselves. They're not really humans. They're like, you know, these cartoony characters that don't actually have normal lives outside of school. And similarly for like all these podcasters, I just picture them all like hanging out. This is before Slack too. So like, digitally hanging out together and chatting about podcasting and I don't know what, like shooting each other double guns at every time they record an episode or something. I don't know what it was. Right. Right. You'll come on to mine. Yeah. I'll go on to yours. Yeah. That kind of stuff like community, whatever. And, but then more and more as you know, we set up good stuff and then you're talking with folks and um, it's not like everybody's objective to necessarily like a podcast network is definitely doesn't have the luster that it used to, I guess. And because it is so easy to set up your own show these days, which is great. Um, but yeah, I, I I don't know. Just I was I guess this is the all a roundabout way of responding to your tweet announcing mm-hmm. sort of like morning show stuff that we want to talk about that uh, in appreciation I guess of stumbling into the the fun relationship we've had to do good stuff. So that's my rambling shower thought. Um, I, I 
in order to really kind of uh, absorb that properly, I, I probably should get in the shower myself and figure things out, <laughs> um, which is just right. It's right over here. I don't think the mic will reach, but um, I'll, I'll do my best. Yeah, yeah probably not waterproof. <laughs> yeah, uh, it could use a, a good shower, though. This is four oh, years yeah. of just, you know, grime and coffee breath and and all that kind of stuff from i still speak of jordan cooper you mentioned that that's this pop filter that i have i bought off him that's right and so it has there's uh jordan cooper germs on here i'm sure although my wife saw it and they will be worth something someday uh if if right now they aren't uh worth more than just you know uh, good good vibes good feelings um yeah i i i do think of this same sort of thing that you're talking about where the the podcast world seems to me like it's easy peasy. You just say like, hey, you want to do a thing? And the people who have podcasted before will just jump on it. Um, I don't know how to necessarily broach the subject as a, in a public forum and be like, hey, I'm kind of up for whatever. Uh, anybody else want to do whatever? Uh, anybody yep. who you know doesn't really have a voice in the podcasting world want to do whatever? Because that's kind of my, that is my feeling right now. It's like, I am, I'm, I'm working full time. I am doing the, uh, like, untapped podcast part of the time. And then the rest is just sort of like, well, okay, we'll do morning show once a month. And we'll do show me your mic a couple times a month, maybe. Um, and then oh, what, what else? I'm listening to podcasts the rest of the time. But I enjoy the creation part of that way mm-hmm. way way more um than i do the the listening part there are shows that i'll come back to over and over um and the, that'll you know get bumped up super quick in my queue on pocket casts when it's working but <laughs> yeah. i i i do want to kind of like just i don't know try new things and uh the solo thing does not entice me uh it is the easiest because there's you're the only one holding yourself back at that point. But yeah. which that for me is the biggest holdback <laughs> if I have other people. Yeah. Involved. Same. Yeah. Same with me. I I am I don't know what it is, but maybe it's like uh, I'm just afraid of not being interesting by myself. Uh it that's not funny. Nobody likes to listen to it. It is fun and funny uh to to do podcasts with other people, but me alone by myself. I'm not entertained, so why would anybody else be? Right. That's kind of uh, that. That's how I feel about it right now. I I understand that doing it solo would be, you know, no barrier to entry. I just do it. But also, that's just noise. Like unless unless I have some sort of point of view that it's worth hearing, and I don't because I'm a white cis male in technology. Nobody cares. Uh, that's that's kind of it. So. I, I don't really know. I like you. I don't really know where to go from here. Um, and all of that is is just to say, like, yeah, morning show. I guess we're going to stop doing it for a little while, <laughs> which is probably it was probably a a, a big surprise uh, to the, the folks who are listening. But also not that big a surprise because we've been doing maybe one episode a. Uh, a month or so, um, it hasn't been really that often. Right. So, well, it's it's kind of funny that sort of chain of events there too, where we got a tweet from somebody who's like, "Hey, has the morning show?" Like, because I had tweeted something about somebody pinged me that our podcasts weren't showing up in Google Podcasts. So we, I tweeted out saying, "Hey, by the way, if you're on Google Podcasts, you know our shows might not be showing up. We're getting it fixed," which they did. Google Podcasts, by the way, great. Like, I I filled out a form for like ten whatever eight or whatever shows we have on their listing. Yeah, and the feeds yeah. all just need to be updated. And I was like, assuming. In a month, I might hear back from him saying, oops, sorry, uh, this is the form you need to fill out or whatever. But like literally the right, next go day. Go to this website. You can do it yourself. Yeah. Literally the next day was like fixed. Let us know if we can help you. Like, Which is in start, such stark contrast what? to like Apple Podcasts where it's like they, they send you emails back and stuff and they are communicative. But it's very much like you're on your own. You fix the stuff and here's what we need from you to, to like make sure your podcast is working. Which I understand yeah. at the scale they're at. Like in Google Podcasts, hopefully it's hungry. And a little anxious for podcasters to list on there, but um, but yeah, I was shocked. So, anyways, all that to say, if you're on Google Podcasts, hopefully you're hearing the show now. <laughs> so yeah, I don't hopefully out there. But. Yeah, that's a bit. It, it's kind of weird because, like, obviously the iTunes uh, 
format is the one that just became the standard and gets respected pretty much everywhere. It's like a mix between RSS and XML and, uh, you know, whatever, all, all the, all the gobbledygook. It, it, it's just kind of strange that it works some places, but doesn't work other places. Redirects work sometimes. It still seems like a, like a magic thing to me. I don't understand how we redirected all of our feeds. If you ask me to do it again tomorrow, Chris, I don't know if I could. No, it's it's still very, very confusing to me. Um, but now we're I mean, we we kind of talked about this a couple episodes ago, but we're in, quote unquote in ownership of all of those feeds and stuff now. So the intent is that those won't ever change unless the name of the show changes or whatever. Yeah. And uh, I think we're in a we're in a better spot. But it's wild that Google podcasts would be like, sure, whatever. I'll help you out. Like <laughs> I'll respond <laughs> to your email even yeah. is is wild to me. Uh, we don't pay anything. It's not like it's a some sort of acceptance process like it is on Spotify or whatever. But yeah. it's just kind of like, yeah, I'll help out. Yeah. Take what we can get, I guess, here here at the Google <laughs> Podcasts. So with with morning show, I guess just what's uh, like the 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 episode as episode four or three holiday special. I've listened to part of it, and I was like you and I had even talked, and we were like you're like oh yeah, we want to get back onto it. Life is obviously busy, but we're we're trying to you know it's, we know it's not going to happen for a while, and so the podcast episode actually is fairly like this is the end. <laughs> Cue Jim Morrison. A little bit, a, a little bit. So here here's the whole reason why that is. Uh, my brother is uh, having a child. With his wife and they, yes, and that is supposed to happen like next week. (laughs) And so uh, coming up here, you know, he works a full-time job, morning show, obviously, and good stuff. It's not our full-time thing. What? And the amount of time that he's going to be able to spend doing sort of like for fun stuff is going to be in the wee hours of probably the 2 a.m. to 3 a.m. time zone. Uh, and that's about it. And the rest of the time will be spent sleeping, at least for the foreseeable future. And so even though it kind of, I guess it does sound kind of doom and gloom, um, there is also kind of part of it where we're like, hey, we did this for 400 episodes. Uh, yeah. You want to do something else? Like, like <laughs> we we have fun doing it. But also the times that we actually hear back from folks pretty few and far between to to be honest and and for the numbers that at one point we got from pocket casts you know going 3000 5000 downloads per episode uh, at at sort of our peak that never resulted in like a a critical mass of people sending us feedback or you know um sending us any sort of like hey love love what you're doing love the show um it it falls into the background of people's lives, which I like. I think that's great because that's how I treat podcasting. I never reach out to podcast hosts other than you, which (laughs) I feel like I have an in already. So it it doesn't feel that weird, but I'm not going to just send in like, Hey, I'm listening or uh, like, you know, here's a question that I had. I just don't, I won't do that. Even though myself, I'm a podcaster and I expect that of other people. I'm sure we've talked about this before, but it's just kind of weird. And so at at the format of morning show and the, the, just the wild stuff that we do on there. um, I don't, I I think it could use either a refresh or, and I don't know, like a, let's do something different. Let's try something different. It's sort of been the same formula for the last four and a half years. Uh, and it's evolved in certain ways and, you know, we have fun every episode with doing different stuff, but I think it's, it's time to try and figure something else out. So I didn't say like, Hey, this is the very last one for sure. It's never coming back and I'm deleting the back catalog or anything. Um, it's just sort of like, yeah, I'm going to leave this here. Uh, you guys can, can listen to it if you'd like. Um, I, I'm not expecting anything of Kenny or, uh, and, and folks shouldn't expect anything from us in, in the interim, maybe a new episode will show up in your feed one day. So I guess don't unsubscribe, but you know, just, I guess, follow along on Twitter or follow along wherever. And you'll, you'll eventually hear about it. If we do yeah. a random episode here and there, I've always wanted to just sort of as an aside, I've always wanted to do that show live and it never came to 
be. We never sort of got, again, like I said, the, crit- the critical mass of enough folks talking about it to warrant a like, hey, we're going to do this show live. You know, we can sell 100 tickets or whatever. Uh, never, oh, it never like really live that. in person live like in person not just yeah. like streaming yeah, yeah, yeah. live or whatever but well right. see that's the other thing chris like on twitch i'm sure it is the case at the moment i don't know who's tuning in right now but uh one one great we would do the show in the morning that's what it would be it'd be yeah. one and then we would put the show out and and 600 people would download it 700 people it's like yeah. well okay what's what is the better thing to do here where should we be spending our time not on video equipment not on setting up lights and not on live streaming because the place where the listeners are are is the podcast feed, but even yeah. that, like, we get more interaction on the live stream. So that's it's really interesting, and I I feel like the rule. I I don't mean to like take this like down, make the end of my my uh, explanation here a downer, but you take the rule of you just keep doing it, and eventually you'll become successful. Is BS. Uh, I don't I don't buy that at all. Um, and yes, indeed, the consistency of the show uh, faltered quite a bit here towards the end. But I still I still don't think that uh, just because you do it for long enough means that you're going to become successful at it. Yeah, you can definitely look at like I'm just scrolling through the episode breakdown of, of uh, on our on Transistor on our dashboard or whatever. And like through 2017 into 2018, even like consistently, uh, if not weekly, like biweekly or twice a week or whatever, even and um episodes coming out pretty consistently and so um and and it is like right now like the show is getting 700 500 to 700 downloads per episode like it's it's not insignificant it's not like obviously you know the 15,000 downloads per episode you need to like get some sort of sponsorship money and i feel like that's where like whatever the critical mass is of like a, a show like it was kind of i know in early days you're kind of modeled a little bit after uh what's that frog pants, um, Scott Johnson, morning stream, uh, morning you know, stream. Kinda, yeah. Yeah. Was, like, it, you know, honestly it was like part morning stream part. Um, Oh, what was that other one called? The one on five by five frequency, uh, with oh, Eddie yeah. and, and Dan yeah. very much like in that vein. Um, and also kind of like just <laughs> your morning zoo talk radio thing. We were doing yeah. it every day and that's kind of, I mean, it, it the amount of effort that it took to do that and show up every day and, and put that out um, was never counterbalanced by enough sponsorships or interest or, you know, the warm fuzzies that you get from people saying like, Hey, I'm listening. I'm hi, I'm over here. Uh, just to like put the numbers, put the numbers out there too. Since May, since we moved over to transistor, uh, we've have had almost 18,000 downloads of the show. Right. Uh, that's across all of the episodes on morning show. Um, so 530 subscribers across all the shows we put out. It's about 17,000 downloads, 18,000 downloads. Um, it's quite a bit, right? Yeah. That's a, that's a lot of earballs <laughs> that, that we would be in, uh, had we been, you know, putting sponsorships on it or had we been, um, I don't know, <laughs> asking for feedback or whatever. There's a whole lot of things that I probably feel like, Hey, we could have done better. Uh, throughout the whole run of the show but the other the other thing is like it's just it's just fun to do sometimes i was gonna say that it's really cool like when you i know podcasters out there are if they're anything like us that you you say i don't really look at the stats doesn't matter i'm having fun but then your other half of your brain is like i'm looking at the stats and feeling depressed and so it um you know because you're not reaching whatever number it is whether it's and, and it'll never be enough right like i'm sure the whoever frog pants guys are five by five or whoever is like oh shoot we only have fifty thousand downloads where we used to have 70 and you know what's going on Mm -hmm. or whatever but like looking at the the worldwide listener location thing which on transistor they have and other podcast hosts have this too in in analytics but like in india for example there's 100 been 140 downloads of the of the morning show and like uh russia 38 sweden 124 australia was like 378 like obviously the most of it is united states is by far outweighing everywhere else but when you think of the fact that your voice you and kenny and all the dumb soundboard stuff (laughs) went around the world literally it's it's impressive and that's what i think if we can spin anything of the of the like sort of like like you're saying sort of doom and gloom side of it is also just like the fun and impressiveness of what can happen with the podcast it still isn't that especially i feel like both you and i 
there's something about the live stream aspect of it or, or doing the thing live that is also like a validation thing. And so, um, even when I do the YouTube podcast, like if, if it's, if it's at least, if it's more than two people that show up and watch and, and are willing to comment somehow, there's like a check in my brain that is like, okay, this is actually worthwhile in whatever metric, even though I'm just having fun doing it, even if nobody shows up is what I tell myself. I, I, yeah, I think there's also like a validation of the the live thing in that this is the hardest way to do a podcast. Doing the live show straight to tape, you just export it. There's no editing. Um, I'm sure there are people who have said this, and I see this on Twitter all the time. Like, edit your podcast. You have to edit your podcast because you you know you don't want to waste people's time. Blah 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 blah. Um, I think you and I got into podcasting. For that exact reason, it's unedited. It is the person talking into the microphone. You get to hear their thoughts. You get to hear them stumble. You get to hear sort of like the uh, very much how the sausage is made. Yeah. While at the same time, like you're you're not getting this super produced, you know, hyper edited uh, version of what they they want you to hear. And there's always room, obviously, for the super produced NPR style Vox, whatever, whatever stuff. But then at the same time, there's like shows that could be done live that aren't done live. And then they cut stuff out of those anyway. And mm. I, I feel like there is a there's a craft to just going live to tape and being able to like I'm doing right now, just saying words. It's really strange to go from episode one or from the older podcast that I did way back when. To now where I'm just like, yeah, I'll be on a podcast, whatever. Oh, we'll just talk. We can. It's like mm-hmm. improv, right? It's it is very much just kind of bouncing off each other and talking about, you know, stuff and listening actively and then trying to put words out there and fill the space and try not to say um and ah and like all the time. Yeah, that's my my vocal take is. Yeah, 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 I agree. And yeah, and add something. Uh, Pocket Cast you mentioned is. uh is a uh, Bort the the new update on I'm on iOS you're on Android in your mobile world uh, uh boy we we may need to re- we may need to resurrect uh, high contrast cuz I'm <laughs> jumping over to the iOS oh are you probably we had, to, we had a, yeah. so Kyle and I had a show called high contrast where we it wasn't like intentionally like polarizing views but just like here's how this particular tech angle thing works in my world how does it work in yours and compare notes yeah but um, so you're yeah, I'm, I'm looking at iOS. It's it yeah. is enticing for for me mainly because the, my entire family is on iOS. Uh, yeah, that's a big pressure. Big, the, just to have the blue blue bubbles. It really is. Plus, I I was just I was laughing for about an hour uh, a couple of days ago while we recorded morning show the last morning show uh, at the Memoji the oh, yeah. like <laughs> iPhone 10 Memoji stuff. Pretty pretty funny. Pretty funny. the the tongue The tongue tracking technology is totally worth the upgrade <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's what, my sister got a, a, the XR or whatever the new lighter version yeah. or whatever it is, and and then yeah, we just did eights here in, in my house. But um, we were kind of like, oh, that would be fun. Like, I mean, it's one of those things where you use it and it's fun, but you don't need it. But it's, it's VR. It is yeah. totally like VR. Like you go to your friend's house, you try it out, and you're like, that's a cool virtual boy. I don't want one, yeah. but thanks. It's like having a truck. It's like you want one of your friends to have a truck or a pool or a dog or whatever, but you don't necessarily want to have to take care of the truck or the pool or the dog every day. <laughs> you just equated a truck, a pool, and a dog. <laughs> it works. Just I don't, I don't need that much responsibility. The taking, trying to feed this truck every day and, <laughs> and fill up the dog. I'm tired of it. <laughs> It'll make sense eventually. Just sit on that for a while. <laughs> Oh yes. On that note, you know what we we were talking about sponsors. The so this episode, this episode or last episode, this episode and two more have been sponsored by Gumroad, and I'll touch on what what they've got for folks who are podcasters in a second. But just briefly, in terms of for the purposes of podcasters listening to this show, um, there's this is the one time one one of the things that keeps me on Twitter is the randomness of things that can happen where you would I would never have this opportunity probably. Um, so, uh, Gumroad, the, uh, CEO of Gumroad, I think it was, but maybe it was from their actual Gumroad account, uh, tweeted out saying, Hey, we're looking to get into podcast sponsorship, trying it out, seeing if it's worthwhile, et cetera. 
and what kind of shows we should should we go after and particularly they were looking for not the big you know high-end shows both i'm sure for their cost but also their gumroad is a service that appeals to indie creative types small shops they're not necessarily like you know walmart isn't using gumroad to sell stuff or whatever but um somebody who's like below a woocommerce whole big you know site in wordpress or whatever but has whatever one to i'm sure they can do tons but like 50 or whatever products that you want to sell digital stuff and uh, and so they're looking into to reaching that kind of market so obviously they don't necessarily want to be on like cereal or whatever they want to appeal to the creators and then also giving back to the creative community as well which is kind of cool so they tweeted this and so i was like well i'll just reply like we have a podcast network and shows and and i also am a client or i have clients who have podcasts and are in that sort of like sub big league podcast world maybe i can connect some dots here and and so then they replied right away dm me and so that's why now gumroad is sponsoring four episodes of show, of show me your mic and then also doing a couple episodes over on shop talk show um and like obviously for a substantial discount from what they're paying at shop talk show versus what, <laughs> what they're paying for show me your mic you're all lovely listeners and viewers and stuff but there's just less of you so i don't i don't can't charge as much that's just how it works but and i think for them it's kind of fun because they get to it's not costing them a lot in terms of their marketing budget for sure and and they get to sort of see what the results are of like if you know if we sponsor this one show for 100 bucks and this other show for 1000 bucks they each obviously have a bigger different audience size but what's the reality of in terms of click throughs and signups and all that kind of stuff so yeah i think that's the most important part like if you haven't been in the podcasting uh advertising world before um it very much depends on the type of show. It very much depends on the type of ad, you know, doing pre-roll, post-roll, read by the host, not read by the host, baked into the very last, you know, few seconds of the podcast. What is most effective? Um, and I'm, I'd be curious to, like, almost hear what what else they're doing on, on other podcasts and see how that goes. These birds are so loud. Why are they so loud? All right, you go deal with the birds. I'm going to talk a little bit about Gumroad because... Uh, I actually have used Gumroad in the past. I don't have products to sell right now. So I can I would actually recommend it as a service even before they would were sponsoring or anything like that. But the the big thing that they do, if you're not familiar with Gumroad at all, is if you have a PDF, an MP3, a video, a course, maybe a, a slideshows, any sort of digital thing that you want to sell and you don't want to go through all the work of setting up a big Shopify account or you want to use don't want to set up WordPress, you just want a thing, a site that you can direct people to with a simple link to sell this a thing, a course, et cetera. That's what I did. I had a, uh, um, a Snapchat course, I think is what, or the one of the main ones I did where I put it on Gumroad and sold it through there. And it was extremely validating to get uh, a few people buying it through there. It was, it wasn't a very, I, I, don't, I don't know how to, I didn't know how to market it. I didn't know how to do all that stuff, but just being able to, without a whole lot of work, set up a, a store, an e-commerce store, basically for the digital stuff that I was making was extremely validating and fun just to get those first few payments through people were using it giving me feedback on it, that kind of stuff. Um, and uh, basically what they've done is they're allowing, they can allow folks, digital content creators like podcasters, musicians, writers, teachers, et cetera, to sell their stuff online. And so they've enabled over 168, I'm just reading the zeros here, 168 million has been earned by creators using the platform, used to pay for everything from coffee to a kid's college fund. And and that's the, that's the hmm. awesome part of it is like, you can use it for a one-off thing, or you can use it like my brother-in-law does where he creates, I don't know if you've ever seen, if I've, I've probably sent you videos of his stuff, but he does videos on YouTube that are obviously free to watch on YouTube of how to make cosplay costume sort of steampunk stuff out of crafty materials, foam and things like that. But then he just, what he, the way he makes his living is selling the patterns, a PDF basically, but it's a pattern he designs and then people can buy it at the end of his videos, a little link. And that's all powered by Gumroad. So he puts all the PDFs up on Gumroad. They allow him people to buy, uh, pay with PayPal or a credit card, and uh, and then that's basically like he's feeding his family off of Gumroad, which is just kind of crazy when you th really think about supporting yourself just through <laughs> a website, basically like that. And so, mm -hmm. um, if you're curious at all about Gumroad, you can obviously go to Gumroad.com. Gumroad.com/slash/show-me-your-mic is where you can visit if you want to just give them a little notice that you came from this show heard about it from this show check it out sign up there if you're if you're at all interested the the link is on the screen as well on twitch uh and uh on the video 
And uh, we'd really appreciate it if you check them out. There's an interesting application here for podcasters too. I know with the Shop Talk show, we were talking about it uh, behind the scenes, sort of like we could package up, you know, a, a bunch of like the funny, goofy sound clips like I've captured from the show over the last few years that I've been editing it and just sell it as like a thing that people could buy for a buck or two uh, and use as ringtones or whatever. And there's a, mm-hmm. a million of different ways you could, I think, integrate that into like a podcasting uh, sort of sale of digital stuff because it is obviously mp3s that we're sending out um, whether it's a course or whether it's just bonus material that you want to do with uh, something like gumroad so thanks to gumroad gumroad.com slash show me your mic and uh, let me know what you think you can tweet at me i chris on twitter if you have questions about gumroad i'm happy to answer them as well as a service i recommend to clients and friends and family obviously I've used them a lot, not to not to extend this ad too much further. I've used them quite a bit as a uh, someone who has put out software before. I used to sell these uh, oh, yeah, 3D I models through them. Yeah. What's great, too, as a creator is that they'll like package it up and s- send you whatever the form is in the States, like the, the W9 or whatever for like, hey, this is how much money you made this year. Right. You know, put it on your taxes. Like, it's pretty cool. Um, that you can just sort of put something out on the internet using this tool and have sort of like a passive income. It was yeah. pre good stuff, uh, you know, sponsorship money that we were bringing in. And it was very much like just, hey, we can go uh, eat dinner now because someone bought this thing that I put out for $5. Yeah. Uh, a couple of folks in the good stuff uh, Discord channel have put stickers on there so you could do like actual physical goods and and then get capture people's addresses and send out stickers um so it's not just software right uh, our very own jory Raphael, who uh did some of the artwork for the first set of uh well he's yeah the show me your mic good. one is was him yeah the show me your mic one the icons on the show me your mic uh album artwork are part of this Symbolicons icon bundle, which are sold on Gumroad. So it's all, it all comes full circle. Plus as, as someone who is like on the, not the creator side, someone who is on just like the, I buy stuff on Gumroad. I have a whole page here of like, I have a sketch plugin and a thinking face emoji sticker. And it's just a whole list of like, Oh, if I want to go download it again, this is my list. This is where like all the indie software that I bought lives. Yeah, so that's, which is cool. really cool. Yeah, it's like you have obviously you can as a purchaser you can set up your own account. You have to, I think, and then that yeah keeps track of all the stuff you bought. So you can't remember like I bought. I know I bought like some yeah some icons somewhere, and I can't remember. And I mm-hmm. so you just log mm-hmm. into your Gumroad account, and they're there. And I think they actually this is going above a little bit beyond outside of my wheelhouse, but I'm pretty sure they even add like if you're looking for doing affiliate stuff, I think they added some sort of system for that. If you so if you're like your your um design stuff that you're selling you could offer like a bit of an affiliate program through it so anyways it's it's a pretty neat i think what i've i was saying uh on the previous episode i think is just like the the world of hurt that as a web developer and person who helped people build websites the the pain i felt when someone said to me we just want to build a can you just add on an e-commerce we hear e-commerce is really big can you just add that on to our website and then we'll do we'll take care of it it's like you have no idea how much (laughs) garbage you have to deal with just to like set up a air quotes, quick little e-commerce site. And, mm-hmm. and then I remember Gumroad coming along like in the first iteration of it even was just like, ah, okay, well this is, and they had like awesome uh, WordPress embeds and overlays and stuff. So yep. anyways, yep. this is a turning from a <laughs> sponsor spot into just a, <laughs> here's how you sell stuff online. But that's, yeah. Hey, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Gumroad decided to get into the podcasting space just to like talk about this kind of stuff and eventually feature creators that are on their platform selling stuff. Yeah. Well, it seems uh, like a no brainer to do like yeah, yeah. interview your creator. That's what I think any, any website, like I've talked with CodePen about that, their, their podcast, like a way of highlighting the folks who use your service is a great vehicle or a great uh, thing to use a podcast for. If, if I mean, they have everything in here. Else. HVAC yeah. technician training courses, everything. <laughs> Flamenco guitar techniques. I feel. I feel like for these future ads, Chris, you have to dig through here and find some uh, find some stuff that either no one's bought before or uh, yeah, is like just a, like a yeah, just some really great like you could even find you know blank uh, the comic book with uh, machines and and a sticker or yeah. real. Uh, lifelike mouth 3d uh renderings just this is good <laughs> this is really good so i've lost kyle the gumroad now to 
hunting through the government <laughs> listing directory. <laughs> Which okay, so part part two of the show, uh, we won't we we've gone long. I think on the first half, as as often happens with a podcast like like this, where you just get talking. But part two is I wanted to pick your brain a bit before I send out an email because I've got the the Castaways Club. That so last time I think we talked, it was still like a brainstorming idea of like a podcast community. This actually nicely circles back to what we were talking about at the beginning of the show about like having a community of podcasters, but. Um, Last time we talked, I we were I was stuck on what to name this thing and registering a domain and all that kind of stuff, and so through the community feedback from from the folks on the mailing list already, we decided on Castaways is the the name of the the community the and the domain name is Tom Hanks got in touch and yeah, uh, decided exactly. to donate Wilson to the cause, and so now we're here. Well, and also Sue and I were watching. My wife and I were watching uh, Survivor the other day, and realized on the show they are called the contestants castaways as well. So there's like there's fallback if if things go bad. With so the we're supposed community. to battle each other? Are you kidding? <laughs> exactly. Come on, Chris. We're supposed to work together, not not battle each other. Voting each other off the podcast island. Actually. Off the island. The yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what I'm thinking, what I wanted to actually, this ties in a little bit with Gumroad even too, is because uh, that certainly could be an option, but. Um, the, what I hope to do with it, besides just being like a place where you can chat and say, hey, this is my podcast. What do you think? And this is what I'm thinking of doing. And what do you think? And, you know, sort of banter back and forth and maybe find other folks who are interested in podcasting together and building community that way. But also including things like a, maybe a weekly or monthly challenges. I don't, I, want it, I don't want it to be like onerous extra work for people. But like, you know, let's say there's a music bed from uh, some song or whatever or loop or whatever from somewhere that just like, hey, come up with a two minute your task this month is to just like record a two minute show or episode or whatever thing, MP3, basically using this music bed just to like challenge yourself to be creative around this thing or, or maybe a topic or recording a, a your episode, an episode on reacting to the news of the day or whatever, and trying to be political in one thing or whatever. It just kind of like almost the same way that like a, a workout, a, a trainer would give you different tasks to work out different muscles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So much so, similarly, we want to work out your podcasting uh, muscles. I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So that part's good, I think. And we'll figure out how to do all that exactly. But the tech behind it now and how, and it's particularly the money thing, we've kind of like settled on, when I say we, like me and the folks who have been sort of are on the email list and chatting back and forth a bit, settle on the idea that yes, it's going to cost some money just to have a bit of skin in the game and, and not be, you know, you can't just pop in and then leave. We want it to be something. So whether it's three bucks a month, five bucks a month. I don't know. Something just to cover costs and make it a bit harder to just get into. But I've gone back and forth on, and this is, I'm going to write an email hopefully later today or next week to the community on whether we're to use something like what service and how to do that, how to take money and how to process mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. into this thing. Cause you could do, so the main two ways uh, I've been thinking of and um, would be using Patreon, which we use here at Good Stuff, and I have a personal account. It's it's easy to use. Patreon.com slash Good Stuff is our Good Stuff uh, Patreon account, which you can support us there if you like. That's where after show stuff we put on there, um, and and you're just supporting what we do here, Good Stuff, and paying for servers and things like that. But um, or using something actually like Memberful, which actually Patreon owns now. It, when I originally started doing this, it was separate. So, um, but memberful is more like, uh, a way to not have to set up like an account. If you, if you want to support someone on Patreon, you set up a Patreon account and then you pledge, you know, five bucks a month or whatever, and you can stop at any time. And, but it's all through Patreon, the service, whereas memberful is more like you want to, uh, I guess kind of like white label it in a sense. And it's membership services, but on, it would be like, you know, castaways.club slash members or whatever. And, mm. and then people, you, your whole design and look and feel stays on your site. Um, and, but you can still have like, you know, access only to certain, let's say blog posts or certain, we could set up a discourse forum is probably what I'll end up using. Um, mm-hmm. and, and even tying into things like discord or whatever too, for live chat or whatever, where you can, and both of those, that all the tech side of it, like how those things all connect and, and what they allow you to do those both work equally well, but it's kind of just the idea of like, is it a Patreon thing, which would make it easy to set up quickly versus like a memberful thing or, or replace that with whatever, some sort of membership software, but mm-hmm. um, you know, where it's handled on its own, it's a s- separate thing that's not tied to a service like Patreon and trying to weigh whether the familiarity of Patreon, which is very familiar to me, but isn't to everybody. And so is that sort of uh an extra burden to have to set up a Patreon account versus setting up a Castaways account, let's say, or whatever with Memberful. 
um, and sort of balancing those two. Do you have, does that make sense? In, uh, in thoughts? Yeah. So I, I think here I'm going to quote um, a, a really thoughtful movie um, that, that just says, I want to be where the people are. I want to, you know, and then it goes on obviously right. to, to more thoughtful things where, uh, where Ariel wants to be. But the, the point is like, I think Patreon might be a good solution for this because podcasters are already on there and actually kind of going a little bit further back to the Gumroad thing. Um, unless Gumroad can do like recurring payments, which I don't think they can do necessarily. It's sort of like a one-time, you know, buy it. Uh, right. Patreon sounds like a great way to, uh, just sort of piggyback off of what podcasters or what people in this digital space are doing already. Um, and as a creator, I, I think they offer you enough tools to sort of do stuff because you you won't use it, all of the tools that are in that in that you know suite of of things. Probably not the live stream thing. Maybe you know it'll be more about the the group, the forum. Um, and if you just say like, hey, I'm only doing memberships through Patreon, everything else is going to be through this discourse or discord, uh, you know, room and I'll mm -hmm. give you access uh, to me. That sounds like a like a better way to handle it. like sort of separating the membership um, acceptance thing and the place where people interact with each other, like separating those two things, because. Right. You'll want to as as the thing either grows or changes or becomes like uh, I don't know. I'm trying to like a good example. I think is is how we uh, are managing our moderators and stuff like that over uh, in the Untapped app. We used to be on the Google Forums uh, stuff, uh, and you would get an email every single time somebody posted something in there, and then it became just sort of untenable on on like the number yeah. of back and forth emails and stuff. So moved over to a Slack channel uh, at a necessity. So I think like that kind of thing can, should be the way that, that you sort of uh, approach it with people who are familiar with, with the digital space, digital world, uh, podcasting, et cetera. Cause they're likely to just kind of jump on whatever, uh, be it Slack or discord or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's where it's, it is. I talking through it with you is helping me because it, it does make me think, remember that a lot of these folks, they aren't, it's not like asking folks, um, like with, with my personal Patreon and even with the good stuff one where they're, it's like people, let's say use my dad or use a, someone who's like a, a podcast listener, but isn't, you can be a podcast listener and not be super in love with tech. Right. And so yeah, a true. Patreon thing is like, what is this? If you had, if I had just like a donate now button, on good stuff, let's say, and it was just like a PayPal thing, maybe that would be like, or a Stripe thing. They could understand that and there's no account set up. There's, it's just like, I'm giving them money because I like what they do or whatever. That would be easy, I think, on the donation side. But yeah, I think speaking to podcasters who aren't, who are used to the idea anyways, probably at this point, especially of like, you know, courses and memberships and things like that, that they've, they're trying to do. And this is kind of trying to be the, not those things, I guess. And so, mm -hmm. uh, um, but I also like the idea of Patreon being able to, if, if at some point the community grows to the point where it's like people would want to support podcasting, but don't necessarily need to be involved with the community, like with castaways, let's say on, on a day to day or month to month basis, even it's just like, Hey, I love the idea of more podcasters getting what they want or getting help doing what they want to do. And here's a buck a month. I'm just going to pledge support to this thing to help it keep going so that I get more podcasts in the end. That's kind of neat too, I guess. And and uh, my have goal would be eventually maybe having like a podcast for Castaways itself. That that's would, what that's exactly what I was going to ask. Have you thought about like uh, either I don't know some sort of like, hey, this is um, we're <laughs> you, you not to say that the folks in there are going to be treated like interns, but you know you it's like hey, whatever you make, it will go out in this thing, and people will listen to it. Uh, yeah, it'll be out in this feed. It'll be just this you know wild experimental feed where a whole bunch of stuff gets posted. Uh, you know, one a day, one every other day, once a week. Um, it, it might be a cool just discovery tool for new voices or, um, yeah. I don't know, interesting, interesting stuff uh, that that kind of bubbles up more conversation than just here's a show. It's the same thing every week. Not yeah. to say that that's exactly what we're doing right now, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And that's I think certainly like either like a similar like a 
I feel like somehow, you know, just like comics or whatever would have like the the small stage where they try out new jokes or whatever, like some, you know, that kind of idea auditions in a sense, but like more like, Hey, we're a community folks and it's okay if one thing, your idea falls on its face and doesn't go off very well. And, and, you know, but we're just, you're just, we're just kind of trying stuff. And, and it is, there's an element of like, it's fun to do stuff in that community where you just, obviously we just upload an MP3 to like discourse or whatever. And everybody listens to it, gives feedback, but then there's the next level of like, okay, now we're going to put that in the world somewhere. You don't have to set up a whole site and podcast around that idea, but we're just going to try whatever your show, a game show idea or whatever the thing is in this, yeah, this experimental stream. It, it, it t- is a little of, bit more like an open mic night sort of right. situation, right? But you got to pay a little entrance fee to, in order to kind of like bounce things off and be up on yeah. stage. Yeah. Cause we've talked about, I know I good stuff. We've even sort of over the years, like it'd be kind of fun to have like a, a trial or a beta test or whatever kind of show that would just allow for people to be created. But like that was a kind of wide open to anybody. And obviously nobody's really going to commit when it's wide open to everybody, but like, yeah, mm-hmm. having it based around this community of people who are podcasters already. Um, and so we'll see, I mean, the, the show or the, the, um, the site was, it was around the, or the membership, I sorry, of the email list was around 15 ish, 15 to 20, somewhere in there. And then, uh, once I named it and had the domain name, then I know, uh, like Justin Jackson, friend of the show shared it in his, he has like a, it's more for, um, he calls it mega makers club. It's kind of what I'm basing this around this idea, but it's for people who like create our programmers and, and create software as a service apps and things like that, and try to get people to buy into their thing. Um, and so this is kind of like that, but for podcasters and he shared this thing within his community, that community. And, and I saw a bump of I don't know, 10 or so more people who signed up for the mailing list. So it's kind of like, okay, there's a people who are signing up interested enough to, you know, pass off their email list. I'd like to just, you know, take it to the next level now. And that's what this email is going to be like, but the, what's been fun and maybe also is kind of why it's been working for me too, is that it, like we started at the very beginning of the show talking about, I'm not doing it alone. I'm, I'm very much doing it in a neurotic, like help me decide what to do (laughs) next kind Mm -hmm. of way, which appeals to the creative types, I think, and and being involved, having a bit of a voice in it, not just like a dictatorship or whatever. Um, but also knowing to be like, Hey, you guys helped pick this name. So it's not just me that picked castaways or whatever. Right, 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 right. right. Yeah. No, it's, I think knowing also that someone will be there, uh, right when you join, uh, oh yeah, I know. I have a cat here wanting to go outside. Um, right when you join, now she's walking on the keyboard. Please don't hang up the call. Uh, it, knowing that someone is there when you join is, is what I'm saying. Uh, you can edit all this out. Goodness gracious. Yeah. Hello. People come for the cats. Hello. At least say help. Come on. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Knowing someone is there when you join, I think, is the the biggest thing. Whether it's going to be the other people that are taking, quote, unquote, taking the course or being a part of the community. Um, or whether it's going to be the people who are sort of leading it. Um, is your intent to, like, have some sort of guided experience where it's like, hey, if you've never podcasted before, this is where we start. Because um, I think like who this thing is for might be the biggest question mark for me. Is it yeah. folks who have podcasted before? Is it some? Is it me? Like, is it actually me? Where I'm like, I don't have a, I don't have a podcast home. I need, I needed somewhere to like, yeah, plant my feet and put up my tent and and you know uh, do what I love doing. Because nothing else is kind of pulling me in that direction right now. Like where I'm scared, I don't want it to go to is like, there's a million and one how to podcast courses and YouTube channels and and et cetera. So I don't want, I'm not trying to replicate that with this, but it also, so it's not necessarily for the beginner who's never podcasted before, but those Mm -hmm. folks would certainly be welcome. And, and I I envision the community that would love to help those kind of folks along, like not obviously holding their hand every step of the way, but like, Hey, here's a video by Pat Flynn on like the the thing you're asking. This is, this is a great resource I used for that. Or, or, or like Chris had, Chris did this video on, on his lemon productions, YouTube channel or whatever, like check that one out. But like there wouldn't necessarily be at least initially anyways, a guided course to how to do stuff. It's more like we're in this because we all are trying at various levels of podcasting. We're interested in helping other folks out a bit, but also getting help a bit. And, um, and maybe some folks would be lurking just to be able to see what the, you know, what's involved, what's behind the curtain, I guess, of making a podcast a bit. 
Um, and so I do envision a bit of like monthly hangouts, maybe if there's enough people to warrant doing that, like monthly video hangouts on a topic and um, helping answer questions, common questions that come up and, you know, publishing videos that relate to that and sort of helping some of those folks. And I think eventually some of that, those kind of things would come, come, come out of this community. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe to the point where, yeah, like enough of enough people are, are like all clamoring for stuff and want, don't want to buy a, a big course, but want to be able to like say, okay, this, uh, what's it called in a class when you, like you have a group, um, what's the word like this, this, um, like a group of students that are going to go through the next three months together. Um, anyways, uh, oh, a quorum. Uh, <laughs> yeah, mm, I, I understand what you're I'm saying. saying. Anyways, no, it's, but like, it's... yeah, we let's we're gonna start a thing where it's like, okay, September to December, anybody who's like brand new, you're gonna Chris and so and so are gonna walk with you through this thing, and at the end, hopefully, we have some podcasts and you can run off and do your thing. But it's not like a um, that would be my other question, actually. So there is sort of like your entry point, and I think once you sort of decide, like. Who is this for? If it's if it's for folks who have podcasted before, like at, at what point would they want to enter this sort of uh, group of, of folks? Is it because they're like feeling stagnant? Is it because they want a challenge? Is it because they're looking for a partnership uh, with another podcaster to like, I don't know, be paired up and like try something new? You know, what's their what do they want to get out of this? And then the last part of that for me would be like, how do they get out? You know, what (laughs) is it? Is it like, does it feel like you just have to not participate for two months? And then you're like, well, I guess I'll just stop. I'll cancel this thing because I'm not doing it anymore. Or is it kind of like I went through this quote unquote course. I did, I did eight weeks of challenges on on Chris Cassaways. And now like, do I, now I'm done. Like I'm, yeah, I'm like out. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like I feel, yeah. I got I got voted off the island, and that's where I looking. That's where again, like basing it around Justin Jackson's thing, I've sort of watched a bit of what he's been doing, and and it kind of like people do eventually outgrow it, right? Because they like one of the guys. I think don't quote me on this, but I think it was like either ProductHunt.com or something similar to that scale. Like sort of came out of that thing where it was like a an idea for a thing, and then he eventually launched it. And obviously, at some point, he's like he's too big, busy, whatever, to like still be a part of this community and he doesn't he doesn't need it anymore because he has you know a team of employees or whatever um and so there there would be a point where like you outgrow it maybe or you don't have the time to to devote to it the way you used to but i would envision that it'd be kind of like a an ongoing resource that whatever the lifespan might be it might be a year or two that you'd be sort of like in this in the community giving back but also getting from it um, mm-hmm. and then either you drop off podcast because it's not your thing anymore. Just like, I think anything else where you're like, you join a golf membership or you join a tennis club or you, I don't know, like that idea of like, this is a thing I want to try for a while. I need some help keeping myself accountable because it is a very low, can be a very lonely venture. And I think all of the things you listed would be great. Like finding other popular, I, I envision sort of a, you know, a forum post or whatever it is category of like looking for a podcaster to try out. <laughs> yeah it's it's the the misconnections uh yeah. <laughs> of of the podcast world hopefully not like tinder for podcasters where it's just like swipe left <laughs> however no. it works but um you want to talk about tech uh, yeah yeah swipe left or right yeah. i don't know whatever the way it goes i don't i actually to tell you the truth i don't know which way you swipe but no. that's that's just because i have no idea <laughs> yeah <laughs> swipe away is all i know uh-huh uh-huh um, but so that, yeah, all of those things I think you listed are great reasons why I think someone would join. And, and I, maybe I'm hope I'm not being naive or, or, um, what's the word? Like not, not focused enough, I guess, on a particular niche in there. Cause I'm, I you're tend letting to like, it kind of grow in its own way. I think that's important too. Like, so long yeah. as you are reactive to what people are looking for and you're like, oh man, uh, okay. So I put this thing together, but they like, it's mostly folks who don't know about, uh, the technical side, you know, like they, right. they can like speak or, or something or, or whatever. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I, I think it'll, I mean, I hope that it'll kind of just present itself and you can sort of formulate it as it's going along. No, I was gonna say the one, the one, the one thing I know I don't want, like I said, sort of the courses thing is also like, I want to leave the whole, like how to get rich or be profitable <laughs> podcasting. That's <laughs> like, cause it's, I mean, there's things uh, you can do. There's tons you can like ways you can have a plan and try to like make yourself profitable. But there's so much random 
you know, stuff that can happen or that works for you or against you on your way to that, that, um, it's just not interesting to me. And there's plenty, again, that, that is a well covered ground on the internet in, in whatever angle or metric it, or, it, or niche. Yeah. It shouldn't be like inspiration porn, which I think is the, <laughs> the worst, the worst offender on, you know, uh, these courses and websites and just like, like putting content out to put content out on Instagram. It just kills yeah. me to see that kind of stuff. And people eat it up. It's like, I know that's the, are ugh. you joking with it? What it, they didn't, they didn't do anything like this is, Oh, it, oh, it just drives me wild. Oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Obviously this is a much more deeply seated issue yeah. uh, than, than just, you know, creating a community, but as long as it doesn't turn into that, man, you got my, you got my support. Yeah. Well, thanks. And that's, this is great. I, I, I wanted to do actually, I was depend, tempted to like, this is again, where I like putting the cart before the horse. I was like tempted, like, okay, I'm going to start the podcast now. Cause I want to talk. I like the idea of talking through some of this stuff and then writing yes. it out in an email to the community and, and sort of working that way rather than like writing an email and sort of fleshing it out that way, but not actually, you know, just percolating in my brain a little bit longer than and before i put it well i i actually print. think it would be really important too to like start it at the new year um because mm-hmm. this is the this is the i think this is the time where like me I, yes like <laughs> i'm sort of like transitioning out of doing a, a weekly slash monthly podcast that you know used to take up <laughs> the last four and a half years of my life but yeah. at the same time it's like i feel kind of refreshed i'm ready for something new like the holidays are over the next like five months for me are just about doing work and trying to figure out what I want to do with, with podcasting and the beginning of the year is kind of like that. Yeah. That's the spark. Let's do this. Yeah. Um, so I, not to like put to, to put a fire <laughs> underneath you on this, which I know you don't need uh, the beginning of the year is like, I think that would be a great time to just, you know, let's just start like week yeah. one, we you you all you set up is like the schedule for week one and week two and that's it and then we just go from there uh on you know uh what did you guys think of week one how how should i change week three right yeah all right well i gotta end the podcast so i have time to get this done. <laughs> <laughs> actually as a as sort of um an analogous kind of thing uh and maybe this might be insightful maybe it won't but uh, there is a course, a website called 3D4designers.com. It is put on by, I, I've never said her name out loud, but I'll say Devin Co. Uh, she used to work at Dropbox, and now she does design work uh, for a living uh, in 3D mostly. And so it's all through Cinema 4D, which is this 3D tool that I, uh, back in 2011, I started watching this uh, this guy called Grayscale Gorilla and learning a whole lot about it, right? Tutorials up the wazoo, just trying to make stuff. And yeah. it eventually became my job to, to do this 3D work. Um, I've been out of it for three years now, four years. Uh, it's, I think back in 2014, I just sort of stopped. I moved into software and started in 2013, maybe. Um, so it was a good two years that I had under my belt. I learned a lot. But I, it very much interested me because I felt like I was learning a lot of stuff. It was a different world than the like two dimensional design that I was doing. It was really fun to like learn things and have it work uh, when it came to physics and stuff. So I found this website and I've been following Devin, I think, for a while. And she put this out and it's a course, 3D for designers. Um, but it is an intro to Cinema 4D, the application for designers. And I'm reluctant to to join it um, and to pay the money because it is a pretty big chunk of money for this sort of like she guides you through the, you know, shapes and lighting and color and animation. Uh, but it's a beginner friendly 3D fundamentals course. So as as much as I've like been out of the game, I don't need the fundamentals. Maybe I do. Maybe I do need the fundamentals, but I don't think the fundamentals are worth the the cost of this. Like it wouldn't push me towards uh, like learning more than I had known back in right. in 2012. Uh, so I, I there there are courses like this where I'm like, yeah, I was kind of in the world for a little while, and I want to know more. 
and the course that you made looks so, so cool and so interesting. And there are other people like kind of like what you're talking about. There's other people doing these same things and putting their own twist on these uh, tutorials and courses, these parts of the, uh, the introduction that are different from each other. You know, you kind of put your own spin on it. Yeah. But I can't justify this because it's not an intro for me. Like I've, I already know this stuff and now I'm like, well, do I, I'm still back and forth every, every single time she opens up the wait list for it. <laughs> I'm like, should I do it? Should I do it? Should I not do it? I don't need an intro. Like I'm, I'm waiting for the, like, what's the next step? Because once people get out of this course, they can't buy it again, right? They can't buy the, the intro to cinema 4d, you know, number two course right. from, from Devin. They have to, they have to just sort of like, I guess I'll figure it out on my own now. Um, so I don't know, like having something to go to for podcasting. Like, I feel like I'm in that same area where it's like, I've done it before, but I'm looking for like the next challenge. You know, I'm, I'm looking for, I don't need the, the course, the uh, tutorialized stuff about podcasting. I want the, let me let me put my own spin on this stuff. Let me get feedback from other people. Let me sort of it's like dribble, right? Dribble for yeah, podcasters almost where uh we can like play off each other. We can um I don't know, post little snippets, easily digestible. It's not an hour long interview that you're listening to. It's just sort of like let's try out this stuff and let's experiment and and show some work in progress stuff. Yeah, that's that's exactly. I just, I just wanted to put that out there because that was that was something that I have been thinking about for a really long time. And as a like being a part of a community at one point a couple of years ago, and then mm-hmm. just totally falling off, and then <laughs> wanting to kind of get back into it. Um, I don't feel like there's an entry for me now. I feel like the ramp to get back into 3D is so steep that I probably won't ever do it ever again. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and so that's, we'll see. I, that's where, I, yeah, I don't know where it's going to go, where it's going to lead exactly. And I, I worry sometimes if if I don't have enough of a business sense around it, it's just going to flail and falter. Because obviously, at some some point in the day, I have to be able to justify the time spent on the community, right? And for yeah. other folks, and and sort of the tech and managing it and all that kind of stuff. And obviously, community um, uh, development as far as like not allowing douchebags to like take over stuff and and things like that. All that comes along with this, where if they've paid money, then they're allowed to be in, but then they're not allowed to just, you know, spew a bunch of Nazi propaganda or whatever at us. Right. Uh, or or be disparaging to to how other people are trying things or like yeah. say like your audio quality sucks. I can't even listen to this or whatever. Yeah. yeah dealing with like harsh, like uh, stuff you see on Twitter, which is like, oh, I can't even listen to this person on the podcast or whatever. And yeah, balancing those, you know, the hardcore opinionated folks with hey, we're just having fun with this and trying to learn and better each other. Uh, be constructive, want- man. Don't be, yeah. don't be so, uh, don't, don't harsh their, their vibe. Exactly. So if you're so interested, much. if you've listened and watched this far uh, and you're interested, castaways.club is where you can go and you can sign up for the mailing list. That's sort of the, the first point of entry. And then we'll see where we go from there. I guess you'll, you'll get the next email that I send out hopefully here. Um, and uh, if you'd like to be on this show and wrapping up here, if you'd like to be on this show, you can go to goodstuff.fm slash SMYM slash ask. And uh, there's a form there to fill out if you want to be on the show and also a way to instructions on how to send in questions for the show and for a future episode. So I've had uh, folks recently, Andrew Clues, other folks have been on, interviewed them about their podcast. That's kind of one angle of this show. And then obviously, as you've just heard, Every so often, Kyle and I will just get on and chat about podcasting and the business. And, and I do, and I the, derail the whole operation. <laughs> yeah. Well, you bring your cats. That's <laughs> that's about it. That is true. <laughs> I do bring the cats. Um, you can listen to more of Kyle if you want. Podcast.untapped.com over his day job. That's the only, Chris, that's the only show I have now. Oh, no. <laughs> Well, you have this show. You're you're a reoccurring guest, I guess we'll call you, or, or co-host. I don't know what the official term is. I mean, is. Uh, well, uh, to, to be honest, I think we, you and I have a lot of room that we could, well, we'll take this offline, but we have a lot of room where we could either bring other shows back that aren't posting anymore. We could start something new that is just good stuff oriented. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, there's a... It's a lot of stuff. Maybe maybe I need to join this castaways.club and, uh, and yeah. try some stuff out. You get the special uh, founder's bonus of uh, $10 a month instead of five. That's the privilege of 
join. Wow, thank you. Thank I, you I, so I much. To, yeah, I love all the like, if you join now, you get it for this much. And then if you join later, <laughs> you, you get it for this much. And I'm going to close <laughs> membership. At blah, blah. And I'm like, that's, yeah. I, I'm terrible at all that stuff because I just feel like it's digital. It doesn't cost. It's like, and I, there's a reason. Cohorts. That's the word I'm looking for. Cohort. This cohort cohorts. is going through this term. Anyways. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I know I know there's good reasons to do all that stuff. Like where you just like you're saying with 3D designer stuff, and like I know Justin does too with member with his Mega Maker things. Like it's closed right now, but get on the mailing list and you'll we'll notify you when it's open. And like it's good it, to keep it, it. It creates anticipation. Yeah, uh, but it also makes me feel terrible because like if you lowered the cost of this course to like half of what it is, I'd probably join it tomorrow right. if I could. <laughs> so it's tough. It's it, it's such a balance. I'm I Chris on Twitter. He's your hot burps these days. Good stuff. I FM am uh, is the Twitter. I'm I'm off it, man. I yeah. I'm so over Twitter. I I finally so getting back to iOS. I've pulled up my reader uh, account to oh. to pull up my Feedly thing, and so I'm back on RSS. Nice. It feels wonderful. Feedbin may be the way to like kind of bridge the two between the Twitterverse and the yeah. RSS world. But anyway, yeah, you can find me there for now. And uh, SMYM underscore FM is the show me your mic Twitter handle. And we live stream this show and other shows, not a bunch, but uh, a few every so Coming often. back in 2019, probably maybe, except we're not doing morning show anymore. But my internet will be better and I will be a face and not just a bunch of, a bunch of photos of, of bunch myself. Of photos of Kyle. So twitch.tv slash goodstuff underscore FM is where you can... Follow along. If you do the Twitch thing and you've got your Amazon Prime, you can hit the little gift your sub thing and support uh, good stuff with that. You can also support us at patreon.com slash goodstuff is uh, the Patreon account for the network. You'll get behind-the-scenes footage from extra, whatever, whatever we're calling those things, After Darks, what we used to call them back in the day, but extra bonus recordings that don't make it on the actual show. Yeah, Relay calls to, them B-sides, I think. Oh, that's B, yeah, B-sides is another way, yeah. After uh, show, and then access to yeah. the Discord that we have for listeners and supporters, live chat there, and also our Minecraft server. We just moved it over to a new host, so it's got up to 25 folks can get on there now and uh, at a time, like at a single time. And so if you're into Minecraft or want to get back into it, there's a great little community of, of uh, listeners and uh, uh, folks playing Minecraft there, which is lots of fun. All right. That's it for this episode. Thanks, Kyle. We'll talk to you again next time. I think probably this is the last one before. Yeah, this is definitely the last one before 2019. So we'll see you in 2019. Hope you have a great holiday and a happy new year. Bye. Bye. Bye.